This call is now being recorded. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, this is Jake. Hi, Jake. Is this, uh, is, do we have a delay or something? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so, um, you are, this is Blair, right? This is Blair, yes. Yeah. Okay. And you're, uh, you're in East Hampton? Yes, in East Hampton. Mm -hmm. Um, how long have you been, uh, in East Hampton, um, the whole time since the company started, or did you move there? Um, uh, probably about, uh, I would say 12 years now. We've, uh, moved around to a couple of different offices here in the area, and, uh, but, uh, we've been here at our office here in Route 10 in East Hampton for probably about, uh, three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, um, in that time, so, I guess I should say this is uh, Blair Wynum, president of Rhyme yep. Digital, and yep. I want to I want to thank you for agreeing to be on Northampton podcast. And uh, what? How long um, has it been Rhyme Digital the entire time? Uh, it hasn't actually. So I uh, originally started. I moved back here from Boston. I'm originally from the area and moved back from Boston after being out there and working for various ad agencies to just kind of start up my own. Uh, freelancing business, uh, it was known as Winans Creative, and mm -hmm. uh, basically that was back in 2005, and uh, just basically have been working here in the area, um, built up a, a couple of different, uh, you know, clients and uh, employees that I've taken on over the years, and um, about five years ago, I actually had the opportunity and and sold my business to uh, actually one of the ad agencies that I used to work for in Boston. And uh, long story short, after a year, it didn't work out, and I had the opportunity to kind of take the business back, and that's when we changed the name from uh, Winans Creative to Rhyme Digital, um, seeing as how we were shifted our focus. We started out more uh, doing web design and development and, uh, you know, realized that over time we were doing more and more helping people, you know, utilize, not building websites, but actually you helping them utilize it and this, uh, new fun thing called digital marketing and, you know, everything that goes into having a, a presence online. So, um, we shifted our focus probably about five years ago, uh, over to focus on that and, uh, with the name of the company, um, just have had that up, um, had that opportunity to uh, just showcase everything that we do. Who is we? Uh, it's, do you have like a, a close-knit team that's been with you um, through these changes? Yeah, I mean, uh, I have uh, three employees, uh, four employees actually, who have been with me through all of these changes. I've uh -huh. um, uh, had relative two new, the two newcomers have been here for about three years now. Um, that I have on the team. Um, and my wife actually works with me as well. So, um, she handles all the, uh, a lot of the social media copywriting and search engine optimization side of things. Uh, do you do, uh, web design still? We do. Um, again, it's more part of what we consider ourselves to be what we call, you know, full stack digital marketing, meaning that we do 
we can develop the websites, design the websites, um, you know, uh, handle marketing them, advertising, search advertising, display advertising, um, uh, all, all sorts of uh, search engine optimization, uh, email marketing, all the things that kind of go into maintaining an online brand. Um, you know, we have all those capabilities here in-house. We've built that team around to be able to do that all in-house. Why East Hampton? Uh, East Hampton was uh, originally when we started looking for spaces like 10 plus years ago, um, you know, it was really inexpensive. I, I, mm-hmm. I mentioned I've kind of hopped around to different uh, buildings here. I've been in several of the mill buildings, uh, including the Paragon Arts and Industry Building, Eastworks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it was, uh, uh, you know, a fun experience. We went about when we, uh, went about moving out of Eastworks, actually, we were, it was more just a factor of, you know, we had had this really cool hip open office plan going for years. And, uh, as we started to grow and, you know, things got really, you, you know, uh, it was just, you know, it, it was one of those things that just did, didn't work for us over time. Um, and we shifted around and started looking for the current building that we're we're in. It happened to just happened to come up that uh, um, uh, an IT company who I uh, had known the owner I was just about to move out, and uh, I contacted the place and said, "Hey, if they're going out, we'd like to go in there." <laughs> it was uh-huh. just like within within a day, it was like they moved out on the thirtieth of the month, and we were in there the next the next day. Um, you know, just to kind of making that shift, it just was kind of pretty fortuitous for us to just find the place. So at, at Eastworks, you were, you said open uh, office, so was it basically just a big uh, one giant um, one, one giant, giant room, room and a bunch yeah, of desks? We had a, and... Yeah, a bunch of desks and we had a conference room, you know, where we had a little bit of our privacy, but, you know, it was still, you know, being a big loft space like mm-hmm. uh, they are at Eastworks. It was, it was great. Um, we, we loved being there. But, you know, there was some some uh, advantages, certainly, and disadvantages of you know being in some of those mill buildings. But overall, it was it was fun. It was just wasn't became less and less practical for us um, mm-hmm. as we 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 grew out of it. And now you have sort of more of a, a conventional office setup. Exactly. People needed their own individual offices. We were just you know a lot of the the more and more people were on on the phone and needing to. Uh, you know, just kind of have individual conversations. Just uh, there just became more of a need for uh, being able to close the door and uh, have a conversation. <laughs> now, now, taking over for another uh, the space that another IT well that an IT company yeah. is using. Um, did that had they set up uh, technical things that um, were useful to you that you didn't need to set up yourself? I mean, some in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. I mean, a lot of the stuff, like they have way more, uh, they did have a whole just kind of like server setups and, mm-hmm. you know, tons and racks of servers and things that mm-hmm. were in here. And we didn't have necessarily a need for that much stuff. Um, mm-hmm. we actually did a rewire, had to rewire a couple things just to, uh, take advantage for our own needs. But, uh, you know, it, it was, they definitely had a, a full suite of, uh, you know, all the latest and greatest, um, mm-hmm. you know, ports and everything for us to plug into and everything like that. So. Do you, are your customers, do they tend to be local or from, from far um, field? Uh, it, it's, it's kind of a, a mix. 
actually. When we initially started out, a lot of our clients were actually coming from Boston, where that's where I had a lot of my contacts. That's where a lot of our clients were. Um, but over years, you know, as we've we've worked with a lot of different local businesses um, in and around here, the area here, just uh, you know, and, and kind of developed more relationships with. Uh, people here in the area, um, you know, we, I think we have a pretty, probably like a 50-50 mix of, you know, local clients versus clients that are, you know, outside the, and when I say outside the area, you know, Boston, New York City, um, areas like that, we don't have too many clients. We have some clients that are national brands, but they're, uh, we're working with their local offices here in the Northeast, so it's not like we're, we're working across the country. How do you feel about the, what's your opinion of the sort of um, digital media, social media IQ of the businesses around here? I mean, it's definitely, you know, when we're working with somebody out in Boston and it's just like, you know, the cutting edge of what's happening and they're kind of like, you know, working a little bit beyond the curve. People here in Western Mass, I think, are just more, um, uh, I think they're, slower to adopt and a not out of, you know, being behind the times in any ways, but more just like, how does this, how do these types of things, uh, you know, help my individual goals and my business? And I think there's a lot more thinking and strategic planning that goes along with a lot of the businesses that I work with back here in this area. Um, you know, I, I think it's kind of taken for granted sometimes that, uh, you know, being, you know, you know, if you're in Boston, if you're in a big city that you need to just, you know, really start to, you need to be doing all these things and doing all this digital media. And I think here, you know, and, and that's, it's, it's great because this is a very fast, fast paced environment out in, in, in Boston, New York City. But here, I think a lot of it is, you know, well, how do I, you know, I don't have the necessarily some of the budget to work with. So how do I just spend the money that I do have in the most effective fashion? And I think that there's a lot, we do a lot more strategic planning, you know, not that we don't with other Boston clients, but they, they almost seem to know what they want. And we, we, we spend a little bit more time here with local clients to just really say, you know, okay, well, I'm not going to just sell you this, you know, whole campaign just because you think you need it. Like, let's back up. Let's, let's basically Mm -hmm. make sure that it's right for you. And um, again, that it's, it's, it's not like committing over committing to anything, um, that's what we, when we talk to a lot of businesses back here in this area, a lot of what we, you know, the, the advantage of using digital marketing, um, is really to just test different messaging before necessarily committing to something that you, you don't necessarily know works and testing it on a small scale before deciding like, you know, yes, I can, I, I can scale this program up. Um, so again, yeah, we spend a lot more, there's a lot more, um, of just, you know, where does this fit into my business and how do I measure that it's making it work? Do these tend to be sort of public-facing companies or more like uh, companies that are dealing with other businesses? Um, We have a pretty good mix of, like, business-to-consumer and then business-to-business types of clients. Like, we have – there's some – that are a little bit of a mix of both where they have a consumer division and then a wholesale business division. So um, it's, you know, and then we work with banks, which are very public facing. We work mm-hmm. with, um, you know, uh, like manufacturing uh, uh, companies who might have a public facing, but a lot of them are more business to business. 
um, side of things. Um, and, you know, just uh, everything from restaurants, uh, hotels, hospitality, um, you know, the uh, kind of a very wide variety of types of businesses. I think it's so interesting because, uh, you know, as someone who lives uh, in Northampton, um, I feel like, I mean, it's, it's hard to know where the state of things are in the rest of the country, but I feel like yeah. Northampton um, businesses have a reputation for having generally really poor websites. Um, and, and then, yeah, and it's, <laughs> it has a, it's a function of you know really you know what they're uh, again uh, what they think it's doing for them for their business. So I, I feel like there's a there's still a lot of business that's done here in Western Mass that is. Um, you know, uh, face to face and, uh, you know, brick and mortar. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a great thing that, um, they, they haven't had to rely too, too much on, um, some of the, uh, you know, the digital technologies. It's not imperative for them to grow. They're paying attention to it and they realize that it, how important it is. But I think that, you know, in terms of, uh, the, where they see it working, um, you know, it's, it's uh, they're 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 kind of getting by without it. Yeah, or it, it really adds to the learning curve when you when you move here. Uh, right. You know, I I've I've been here for um, twelve years, uh, but you know, I, I especially remember when we first moved here when you encounter like a new scenario, like you know, like you're going to have dinner on a day that happens to be Mother's Day, and you know, the restaurant they they were open for brunch today. And are not right. open for dinner, even though they normally are. But there's nothing on social media about that. There's nothing on their website about that. that kind of thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, you're doing it's, you're doing social you're doing social media as as well as um, you know your own oh, yeah. the company's own um, uh, website and um, presence, right? Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean the and and the Northampton Lives. Is uh, is probably our most high profile example of that because it's uh, it, it really is just a lot of you know we we need a a constant stream of content to be able to work with because it is just you know there are so many uh, things that are vying for people's eyeballs and attention um, out there that you know we, you really need to to be able to do that but we do absolutely we we handle all of that for uh, a lot of different clients and, and, you know, in various capacities, um, you know, whether it is just organic posting of social media, just, you know, whatever they happen to be posting on their page to, you know, really looking at, okay, well, uh, you know, I, I need to generate X amount of business for this. Like when we spend a lot more time on the paid advertising side of it um, and, and just making sure that it's all tied back to like, what's the overall goals here than we do anything else. So what is, where, where do you, where do people advertise these days? I mean, we're, we're specializing in the, uh, utilize, using Google's ad network as well as mm-hmm. Facebook as an ad platform. Um, mm-hmm. so basically, you know, it, it, it's the most cost effective way for, uh, you know, to, to, to essentially get your, figure out the right channels for what you want to do. And again, based on the strategy that somebody's using, it can, uh, vary in terms of what, like people might not be sure, like do I do search advertising? Do I do banner ad display advertising? 
Um, yeah. Is Facebook working for me? And, mm-hmm. you know, we know we've kind of been using those tools for long enough that we know which ones work for which purposes. And just depending on what somebody's overall goals are, putting together the right combination of those rather than just saying, like, you know, here's this thing. Here's this, you know, geo-targeting technology. It's, you know, it, it really comes down to, like, does this make sense for what you're trying to do as a business? So you're not, you're not doing much, uh, radio or print or anything like that? I mean, we certainly recommend, we certainly are doing print, um, we're certainly doing recommending radio, we don't necessarily produce the spots, we're not, you know, uh, really interested necessarily in doing that, but we will recommend to our clients, like when we see opportunities that we're just like, you know, yeah, you know, you know what, radio is going to make the most sense for you. Or, you know, hey, let us test out some of these messages for you in a Facebook campaign before you commit to that larger ad buy where you mm-hmm. have to commit to six or nine months of radio. Why not test the message first and, mm-hmm. you know, so that you know that you're getting, you know, when you do <laughs> uh, commit to that larger contract, it's, it's you know, it's working. So where, what, how did Northampton Live start and how old is it? Because I just became aware of yep. it, you know, like two months ago. It, so basically, um, it's been in, in the works, I would say, for at least, uh, I would say two years. Um, so the, the, uh, the starting point is, uh, when MGM Springfield, um, was, uh, getting, you know, going in part of their commitment, they offer, you know, through the casino, ga- Massachusetts Casino Gaming Commission, there was, um, several grants that were made available to surrounding towns and around the casino and designed to, uh, it was called, you know, mitigation marketing, uh, grant dollars. So, uh, they were $100,000 grants, or I, I believe it was $100,000, at least that's what Northampton got. Um, to help mitigate the effects of the MGM casino going in. And that was kind of the starting point. Um, the, the city put together a committee to, to look for an agency that could not only, you know, uh, come up with a plan for how to spend that money, but also, you know, put, uh, execute it. Um, and, you know, the, the reality is, is that $100,000, it sounds like a lot of money, but in the context of a, you know, an ongoing multi-year marketing plan, um, it isn't, uh, a lot of money. Um, but we came in, you know, with a very strong, uh, uh obviously digital, uh, based <laughs> plan here, uh, because that, we just felt like that was the most effective way to spend the money and to stretch it out. I mean, uh, you know, uh, whether it's, a, again, TV, radio, print campaigns would have eaten through that budget pretty quickly, but with digital, we could extend that and make that last um, uh, as long as we could. And so what we did was come up with a plan for, you know, this first year, and, you know, we spent um, basically from January 1st of this past year, 2019, um, you know, developing everything that would need to be developed to go into the campaign in terms of, um, the branding, the ad, uh, the ads, the the look and feel of the um, the the website, the functionality on the website. Um, we knew that you know, looking around in the area, that there was a, a lot of everybody's doing a lot of great marketing and and doing their own you know kind of event calendars and things like that. Mm-hmm. But 
there was relatively few places that focused on just, you know, hey, there, here's a central spot where um, you can find just about everything going on. It, it, it connects with, you know, two local businesses. It's events that are, you know, designed to be around local businesses. And how do we, you know, kind of create this place that we can direct ads, um, we can start building an email list, um, we can start just, you know, promoting everything that's happening uh, in Northampton, at least from, you know, an entertainment, retail, nightlife, um, and dining side of things, um, could, because that was the biggest, uh, we saw that as the biggest place that we would need to push back against what MGM was doing down in Springfield. Um, so it's uh, essentially, you know, the execution, the planning of the campaign began in, you know, late in uh, mid-2018, and the execution started, you know, the beginning of this year, and the, the website was launched um, uh, the beginning of April. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been up, up for roughly about nine months right now, um, you know, since its inception. So the, the casino comes in, and um, the concern was that, you know, all of these people who are coming to Northampton to shop and see shows were going to get sucked down into Springfield. And so this is supposed to yeah. give some some um, marketing money to counteract that. Is that rather right? That's the, exactly it. It was the, the, the casino mitigation marketing dollars um, just to, to offset the effects of the casino. And the money is paid for by MGM. That's where the money comes from. Um, the money technically comes, so, so it kind of, MGM, I know, gives it to the Casino Gaming Commission. The Casino Gaming Commission is, is, is responsible for distributing it to the city of Northampton. The city of Northampton then distributes it to uh, the Chamber uh, of Commerce for execution. Mm-hmm. So it goes through a, a couple other, a couple people's yeah. hands. But it's not, it's not taxpayer money, I guess. Um, not taxpayer money. No, that that initial hundred thousand is is strictly from the the casino, um, the revenue generated by the casino. So, were you did did anyone come to you and say, hey, you should um, you should pitch for this um, for this contract, or or did did you just take that upon yourself? Or? I mean, we saw, we knew that there was a couple people who had mentioned that, hey, there's going to be a, uh, an RFP, a request for proposals for this, and, you know, you might want to throw your hat in the ring. Um, you know, I actually knew a couple of the other agencies that were also pitching for it. Um, mm-hmm. And again, it's, it's, everybody kind of had their own vision and plan um, for, you know, the best way to spend this money. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, we, again, just going in and saying, you know, look, there's, we, we think that there's a bunch of different components here. We think that we can execute it within this, you know, it, it was initially a $15,000 budget to come up with the plan and then essentially 85,000 to, um, execute it. And so, um, we just said, Hey, this, this, there's this $85,000, um, to, to look at how, you know, if we had to get a, you know, do the most of it as we could and also take advantage of the fact that, you know, hey, this could be a the impetus for, you know, Northampton having an ongoing marketing campaign, um, which mm-hmm. it hasn't had in many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so actually, you know, initially when sitting down with the uh, the committee that was put together for this um, and also in talking with the mayor, I think that was more we took we 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 looked at that and saw that as like the most important piece of the puzzle here is just like hey do we just 
it's it's kind of a shame if we just spend this money and it's great for a year and then nothing ever happens. So how do we kind of lay some groundwork? How do we make sure that there's stuff that can be, you know, uh, at least potentially carried through to uh, subsequent years and really make this something um, that has some sticking power? And that's where, you know, our pitch in terms of, you know, building a website platform Mm-hmm. Um, that's designed to to do exactly that and have be have be this centralized marketing hub for for everything that's happening in Northampton um, was really I think what ended up giving us the project. So that hundred thousand dollars that could have been spent on just such a and a like a really different um, like a breadth of different ideas. I mean, it could have just uh, yeah, and and then. It could have very easily been um, just sort of a one-shot thing that just died, just was sure. spent on <laughs> on like a one-year, you know, like advertising campaign. I love Northampton or something that just then yep. was over. Yep. Uh-huh. And and part of what we wanted to avoid that there was uh, there was a, it was a, I forget how many years it was fairly recent, but um, it was still fresh in I think people's head is that there was another there was some marketing campaign that was. Uh, I, I believe I, I forget exactly who, but it, I, I don't know if you remember this. But there was a uh, coming up with a logo and tagline for Western Mass, and, and they hired an agency out of Oklahoma that came up with West Mass. Yes, I, um, I, I heard of that. And and so it, it, just for reference, I mean that they spent eighty five thousand dollars on that, and so. <laughs> So there was really this kind of like, hey, we want to make sure that this thing, you know, that, the, that there's a lot of PR that obviously go, is wrapped around this, you know, how we're spending this money, are we do, using it the most effectively? So that was, we looked at us and just at, at, at the plan and just said, like, you know, there needs to be a lot less just like, you know, spending a lot of time on a logo or tagline and just mm-hmm. and a lot more time spent on just doing the things that are necessarily executed, you know, an ongoing branding campaign for a municipality. So, so I've just, I, I'm a little, there's so many that you mentioned the comp, the chamber of commerce, you mentioned the yep. mayor, who were you actually pitching to? Like, did you have like a PowerPoint and a presentation? Oh yeah. So we went in and there was, so there was a committee that was selected by the city and there was various uh-huh. members of the chamber, the, the chamber of commerce at the time, their board members, there was other members from, uh, in and around the city from, mm-hmm. you know, in just different capacities. Um, people who had, most of them had some sort of marketing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, that the, this committee was put in charge of, um, you know, selecting the, mm-hmm. um, the person to take over the project. So did you sort of submit, um, a written proposal and then get sort of, um, called in yeah. to do sort of a more formal, um, presentation and that's, and that's, and then wait a long yeah. time and then yeah. find, <laughs> out, find out that you got it kind of thing. It, pretty much, yeah. I mean, that, and, and that's expected for any, you know, projects that, uh, we, you know, we've dealt with a bunch of different projects, uh, you know, that whenever, anytime that you're dealing with a municipality or anything mm-hmm. that's state, you know, involved with any sort of state dollars, what have you, there's, there's a process that has to go through and there's, you know, RF, you know, submits for bids and, um, uh, basically, you know, going through that, then you make it through that bidding round and kind of go to an interview process and, um, they have just like different ways of scoring that. 
uh, mm-hmm. those presentations and things like that. So did um, North the website is Northampton.live. Yep. Um, did you come up with uh, was that your idea? That's obviously something you brought to it. If the if the the money could have gone to almost anything. Sure. Yeah. No. We looked at. Uh, we knew that it would need to be whatever website. There was a couple different options that we had on the table. The chamber actually owns a bunch of different domains that we had at our disposal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, including you know something that would you know, explore Northampton.com, which they've used mm-hmm. for years um, as part of their own branding. And we, you know, we we looked at those uh, that as an option. We looked at you know coming up with something new and you know just uh, again, I, I think it. We we started actually you know doing a little exercises here to just look at you know um, what's the we, we need something that was easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, so we actually went through and did an extensive search on just like what domains potentially could uh, w- were available there. And, you know, I, I think that just doing some informal little focus groups with, with people, um, the, the thing that obviously the, the, the one that resonated the most and that people were able to remember was Northampton.live. Um, we were at the last minute, we were kind of flipping back and forth because somebody brought up like, you know, well, somebody could interpret it as Northampton.live. <laughs> do we want that? And, uh-huh. you know, back and forth. There, there was a, there was a lot of discussion about it, but, you know, we, we, we ended up with that because, um, just for a, a couple different reasons. Like, obviously there's, a, we felt like it was the best representation of what was happening. It was active not passive it was just like this you know living thing um the site was constantly being updated and we wanted mm-hmm. that to be reflected in that name um and it just you know it, it ended up making sense um you know a lot of the stuff that we do in, in branding and everything just you know if, if it makes sense and you're able to apply it in you know the uh, consistently and and have uh the good frequency and um and, and everything like that's most of advertising um, is, uh, you know, frequency repetition, um, and just consistently, consistency, we felt like it would work. Mm-hmm. And who, um, you're, you're, I'm most familiar with your Instagram page, um, which is yep. very prolific, uh, and who's actually going out to these, to the businesses to do these great pictures and, um, you know, little captions and, yeah, I mean it's a great question. So, so that is actually Tiffany here, um, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, also happens to be my wife, um, mm-hmm. and you know she's she's basically does all of most of the social media. Um, uh, mm-hmm. She she doesn't do all of it. Um, she uh, there's a couple other people here that kind of help out and um, you know with the process, but she's generally the one that's in control of all the social media profiles. Um, and going out and schedule and meeting with everybody. And, and it, it helps that she is a Northampton native. Um, she was born and raised here. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, it, it's kind of her, it's her hometown and she kind of treats mm-hmm. it that way as a, <laughs> that's a project too. So. Mm-hmm. How do you, how does she decide who to, um, to highlight? Um, there's, we try and have a mix. Um, of as many different types of businesses, like, you know, obviously focused on, um, you know, we, when we initially launched the site, it was really just entertainment, nightlife, um, uh, retail and dining. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we kept on getting feed, more feedback from the community, um, talking to businesses, like they, they were like, oh, well, you know, health and wellness, it's just a big component of, you know, there's, there's so many, uh, you know, uh, businesses that revolved around that there, like, you mm-hmm. know, and we tried to figure out how do we get them into, um, th- those diff- specific categories as well as just health and beauty. There's so many different, you know, salons and things like that that were really mm-hmm. interested yeah. in being involved. So, it, it's grown as we've tried to maintain a kind of a narrow focus and there, there are businesses that we've had to just say, look, I, I, you know, maybe eventually we'll, we'll find a place to fit those in. But right now we have, you know, we have a strategy, we have a plan and we have, are very fixed on, um, sticking to that. Um, uh, but we're, we're trying to just open it up as much as possible. But generally it's, um, the, the, selecting people like most of the time on she puts out a call on facebook for you know to the different businesses uh if you know if people would like pictures or if they'd like you know to, to be as part of an interview and mm-hmm. um she'll schedule and set, set those things up and then sometimes it's just you know she'll ta- be talking the, the businesses in northampton are all very you know it's a it's a pretty uh tight woven community and mm-hmm. you know, every, i think every time she goes out and tries to, and, and talks to one person she also is just like oh do you guys know who else i should talk to and they're they're mm-hmm. always happy to refer people along at mm-hmm. one point she was a little overwhelmed and had like a <laughs> yeah a, and a list of uh, uh that was pretty far along of people who would uh, uh were were looking for um you know uh, for her to come come in and take pictures. Now, is there anything tricky as far as the fact that you know the the this, this, the money is city directed to a certain extent um, as far as sort of fairness or playing favorites or do, do you know what I mean? Um, sure. Yeah, there's always going to be that balance. So, you know, we we we're we're in uh, we have weekly calls um, and or meeting you know in person meetings with the, both the Northampton Chamber and the Northampton DNA, um, the Downtown Northampton Association, and mm-hmm. they try and help us navigate some of that where where we can. I mean, that there's there's obviously you know yeah there's uh, you have to keep it a, a pretty good balance and and be fair for everyone. Um, generally what we do is like, you know, there's a, we have all the businesses that we could find, you know, uh, mm-hmm. listed on, on the website that fit into those categories. Yeah. And, you know, we, we give people, you know, we've worked with the chamber and the DNA to, you know, encourage business owners or, you know, businesses to claim their profiles so that they could go and, you know, add pictures and submit events and things like that on the website. And so, mm-hmm. um, I, we, we've encouraged those and, you know, we, we definitely tend to, you know, we don't, we try to be fair to everybody, but there is, we do lean a little heavier on the, the ones that are kind of working with us and are good about, you know, keeping, you know, working together as part of this project and submitting events and submitting pictures. Like we, we will tend to prefer those types of businesses because they're, they're helping us and we're helping them and, and we, you know, that's not to say we haven't reached out to, you know, absolutely every single business that's listed on there. It's more just, you know, we want to make sure that the ones who are working with it that know that this is a valuable service. Um, we want to highlight them as best we can. Yeah, was, uh, I was curious about that, too, on the website, um, if the events are how much you are just sort of relying on people in Northampton, businesses in Northampton to feed you that information and how much you are, go, you know, contacting them. Yeah. Um, bothering them to 
um, give you up-to-date information, that kind of thing. We knew that it wasn't going to be an easy task uh-huh. <laughs> from the get-go, and we yeah. knew that, you know, it's, you know, in talking with the experience of the, the the chamber and the DNA, like, you know, everybody's so involved in their own their own businesses that it's tough to get somebody to just be like, hey, you know, you know, why don't you submit your events over to this place? And so what we did and what we knew as part of that challenge early on was we, we built the website and designed it so that we could tap into any of the local event calendars that we knew were, were good about getting – you know, there, there's there's calendars that are very specific for for certain things. Like there's been an arts calendar. There's you know the Academy of Music has its own calendar, and then the, the mm-hmm. uh, Iron Horse Entertainment Group has its own calendar, mm-hmm. and and then a lot of people also submit things through to the Gazette. So mm-hmm. we knew that we were going to have to tap into that content. Um, so we actually are built the site. You know, we have these uh, kind of web scrapers that we used to you know pull in events. Um, from all of those different sources that I just mentioned. Um, but we made it so that, you know, we would manually curate the events as they come in. So actually it, 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 it scrapes those calendars every, uh, every night. And then, you know, when, you know, uh, Tiffany or whoever comes here in, in the morning, there's a list of, you know, events that have to go through an approval process that we, mm-hmm. um, you know, make sure that they're relevant, fit into the categories, assign them to the specific businesses so that we pull them into the, um, into the site. It's, it's, we wanted it some, some automation to be as mm-hmm. part of this, but we also wanted it to be a manually curated process. Now, do you, does, do you or anyone on your staff have a, a journalism background? Um, I, I mean, not specifically, no. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, I, I went to BU School of Communications, um, mm-hmm. and uh, Tiffany is actually an English major, um, but it's just this has kind of been the evolution of our career. Like, I started – I actually started out in um, – you know, mass communication with a couple of journalism classes mixed in, but um, mm-hmm. I would say that it's, uh, it's mainly been, uh, you know, advertising and web development on, on my background as well as everybody else's here. It's interesting how similar this is to so many, um, so many parts of journalism. Uh, and yet it's sort of, I mean, do yeah. you think of it as journalism or as marketing or, or does it not, not not something you need to think about. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I mean, it it we do think about it in, in those ways. I mean, it, it's not, we don't we don't com- put ourselves in the same category as something like what the Gazette does because you know yeah. they're doing very objective reporting and we have a clear agenda in trying to do. Um, yeah, you know, we, we want to be able to talk to. Uh, you know, the positive aspects. And that's, you know, anytime that we're, you're doing something that is this public facing and, and out in the social media, you know, we, you know, we're not treating this. And, you know, when somebody says something horrible on an ad campaign, that, or an article that we've posted on Facebook, I mean, we're, we're kind of, it's not like we're just kind of like leaving there and we'll deal with it. It's just, you know, it's because it's a marketing project. It's just like, mm-hmm. okay, well, we can shut that down. Um, and, you know, we, we do want to focus on just, like, what are the positive um, things that we can showcase. I mean, every time we, – we've had a lot of different conversations with businesses and held forums um, with them talking about the project. And a lot of the things that come up are just, 
you know, well, you know, the same types of things that you see in uh, the Gazette and, you know, the, the Gazette is having conversations about, which is like, you know, well, hey, hey, there's there's, there's too many homeless people here. Um, you know, what mm-hmm. is the Cindy, you know, doing this? Like, that's not necessarily our job to think about those things. So that's why we, mm-hmm. we're, we're taking, you know, I wouldn't put us all the way in that, um, you know, taking a critical eye to things because we very much are putting a positive spin on, on everything that we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I I worked in um in magazines in uh, New York a lifetime ago, and is glossy magazines and you know technically journalism, but we were doing the exact same thing. You know, there was right. no we were just trying to sell ad space, and so yeah. we were you know uh, highlight products because we hoped that they would encourage other people with similar products to you know put an ad on the the page before it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. So is this um is this a project that you know slated to end soon? So we can you hear me? when we t- Are you still there, Blair? Oh, I can I can hear you. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh-oh. Okay. Um so <laughs> th- that that's still the ultimate question. <laughs> Um, I know that the, I know that, you know, uh, there's been, uh, efforts to get additional funding from MGM, um, or from the Casino Gaming Commission. And I know that there's been some grants that, you know, are potentially there. I know that the, the chamber and the DNA, uh, you know, it's hard enough for some of those organizations as it is to, um, uh, to, 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 you know, kind of have their annual, to get the money that they need for just like their annual budgets. And so mm-hmm. I know, I know that they, that there, there's, there's still a lot of stuff that's being finalized. I don't know, you know, again, uh, who's going to take the responsibility ultimately. Um, and, uh, you know, if it's, if it's an ask to all the, the local businesses, um, part of the plan is that, you know, the, Things get kind of slow around January, February, March as it is. So we have a little mm-hmm. bit of time. You know, we're just going to kind of keep things potentially operating at a, at a, a low budget during those times because obviously mm-hmm. we put a, all of our effort into ramping up into the, this mm-hmm. holiday season to make as big of an impact as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the hope is, is that this will, there'll be a source of funding, you know, at some point next year and we'll, we'll, we'll kick this back off. Um, and, you know, we, we've established a really good foundation. We're actually putting together an end of year report in terms of what we were able to accomplish on the website, um, and, and through the social media, um, and just, you know, the email marketing and everything like that. And just, you know, we, we knew that it, it, it we needed to establish this foundation of X amount of visitors per month. Um, which our goal was to get up to 10,000 visitors per month, which we will hit finally in, in this December 2019 mm-hmm. um, on the site. Um, we wanted to build, you know, social media following. I think we've got close to 2,500 followers on Facebook, 1,500 mm-hmm. or so on Instagram, and we've got 1,500 people on our email list. So mm-hmm. that's been in nine months. We see that as a pretty successful um, initial effort to, to just like, again, build this foundation, um, in order to keep it going. Wow. 10,000. That's, I mean, there are only 30,000 people in Northampton and obviously more people shop here than live here, but 
Right. Uh, that seems very impressive. It seemed like did that seem like an aggressive goal to you when you said it, or? I mean, it was aggressive in the point that you know, I, I think if we can hit that number or get as close to it as possible, then we will have you know, uh, maximize the value of, cause a lot, you know, and, and you have to remember a lot of that is with paid targeted advertising too. And, you know, we knew that yeah. when we started mm-hmm. this in, a- in, in April that, you know, hey, you know, our targeting is only going to get better as we go along through the year. And then, you know, by, our hope is that by the time we hit the, the big shopping season, we've figured some things out. We've nailed that down. And if we can hit 10,000 users, in you know the month of December, then that will be the reflection of that that we're, we'll we'll feel that like we've accomplished um, what we wanted to accomplish. So um, that's what we were really looking at is just like how do we get as good as possible at utilizing the ad spend because ultimately that's the bulk of the money that we're we're spending here um, is is on digital advertising. <laughs> so um, we feel like we're we're we've gotten, we've learned enough and, uh, throughout this time that we can, you know, so that we don't need to spend the same amount next year to have, to get the same results. We can kind of, you know, it, it's kind of, we keep getting more efficient in terms of how we spend this money. Um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and it, uh, if we're able to do that, like we don't want it to be like this huge burden that is placed on, you know, any of the local organizations or even like local businesses that they're active has to contribute to the project. So, you know, I, we, our job is right now just, you know, we're, like I said, we're before we're putting together kind of some final reports that we can use to, mm-hmm. um, you know, make the, the, the case, um, to different uh, agencies. But right now it's, you know, it's, it's, in in flux um, um but mm-hmm. the good news is is that you know january february and march are, are pretty slow months um uh around there and we had kind of planned on kind of backing off you know even if we did have full funding um in order to mm-hmm. prep for um some of the busier times of the year so it, it's it, it hopefully between the efforts of the, the the chamber the dna and the city um there'll be some uh solution within the next few months in terms of keeping everything moving now have you had any personal positive feedback just from you know friends i mean you live you live in the area you don't sure you yeah, work in no, east hampton uh, I mean, Tiffany really deserves most of it because she's the, <laughs> the one that's out there, you know, uh, hitting the ground, talking to the businesses um, and everything. And she's, you know, uh, whenever I, I, things start to get a little too uh, demanding or overwhelming for her, she has saved, like, all the positive things that she's heard from uh, local businesses and <laughs> places, people that she's talked to as just, like, this motivator for to keep her um, you know, going on things. It's, it's, whenever you're putting stuff out there on social media like that, it's definitely, uh, you know, you, you have to be prepared for just about any, you know, positive reactions, negative reactions. And, you know, um, but for the most part, it's been very positive. The reception from local business owners has been very encouraging and, uh, supportive. And, um, they, uh, everybody that we've at least dealt with and as part of this project certainly appreciates what we've been, um, you know, putting out there. Well, you know, if I had any, if I would give you any constructive criticism, it's that when you, when I first, um, when Northampton Live first came into my vision, um, 
that maybe Tiffany might do might be doing a little bit too good of a job because <laughs> the profiles like the pictures look so good and the and it was so consistent and there's so much you know the the profiles were you know like all the time that um I did kind of think like who who are these people like is this really <laughs> just just some local people doing this um yeah it seemed a little it seemed a little too professional <laughs> so I, well, I we'll, really... we'll, we'll use that uh I'll, I'll, I'll put that little piece of feedback in tiffany's you know kind of uh uh little list of uh affirmations that she <laughs> that's that's very nice so, thank you so I was, I was so glad to, that you were able to talk to me because i really wanted to see like who are these who are the people behind this really cool really slick um it really makes northampton look um look modern and and it really i mean there are a lot of things going on here but uh it's easy not to notice and so i really appreciate um what you're doing and how you're presenting us yeah and and we knew like that that just kind of sums everything like we knew that there's all sorts of great information and and great uh, you know uh, events and just people that were are really doing some great things um and you know all we needed really on on our job was just like hey how do we build something where we can just showcase that um you know mm-hmm. all in one spot and i think the you know northampton's definitely if you look at the news sometimes that you know it's tough to see the positive stuff that's happening um but i, I feel like we're we're tapping into something that is has always been there it just hasn't been highlighted probably in the, in the right way that it should well uh so how can people um find more information about Rhyme Digital and um, I guess Northampton Live is pretty simple. It's Northampton.live. Uh, Correct, yeah. So, uh, so how will people find you? Um, our website uh, is Rhyme.digital R-H-Y-M-E dot digital um, and uh, look, keep an eye out. We're, we're due to come out with a new version of our website that we've been working on for a while now um, in, in 2020 and um, really just to, you know, if anybody, you can always reach me at, uh, info at rhyme.digital as well. Do you have a pre- uh, presence on social media? So we do, uh, although we are what you would call the cobbler with no shoes in that, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, we spend all of our time doing work for our clients so much so that, you know, we ignore <laughs> that on our own. We're with our new website coming out. We're we're going to make a concerted effort to uh, improve that, um, and you know we've actually added uh, a bunch of different video capabilities to our um, our you know uh, arsenal here, and and just uh, really hoping to um, you know improve that in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, thank you, Blair Winans, president of Rhyme Digital. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm Jacob Dukowski. This is Northampton Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just uh, point your internet browser towards northamptonpodcast.com to find out more. And thanks for listening, Northampton.